Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday as we sit here on June the 26th. A series win against the New York Mets. The first one in almost two years. Yes, September of 2021. The last time the Phillies actually took the series against the Mets. I don't even know. Was that the was that the one where we all felt like, oh, they were going to make a playoff run and they didn't? I don't know if that was the Ian Kennedy save. I don't remember. That would have been August. I think that was actually a lot earlier. I think they were way out of it by September. Um, I don't remember. Who wants to remember 2021 when we didn't make the, the, the year before they didn't make the playoffs? You know what I mean? So, screw that. Um, but regardless, Phil's actually take a series against the Mets. I again, it feels like they haven't taken a series against the Mets in a decade. Literally, I mean, what was their record in, against the Mets last year? I don't even. I think it was like th- it was five and fourteen against the Mets last year. Uh, I said three and fourteen, uh, you know, overnight, but whatever. Five and fourteen uh, against the Mets. So let's get right to it. Phil's take two of three. Going to take you guys usual show today. Nothing crazy. Recap the game. Uh, give you some takeaways from the game. Uh, some takeaways from the series uh, overall in the three game set against the Mets. Um, preview next series against the Cubs this week as they have tonight off. Um, and then uh, maybe get to some news and notes possibly around the league. Um, and maybe this, this day in Philly's history as well. Maybe something to note there um, coming up. So let's just start it off uh, with the key moments slash recap. Uh, first inning, Trey Turner with his hardest hit ball all year, came off the bat at 107 miles per hour plus, I believe. Solo homer, um, 415 feet, his eighth of the year to give the Phils a 1-0 lead. Top of the third, uh, Pete Alonzo with a 2-RBI single off of Zach Wheeler to make it a 2-1 game for the New York Mets. Uh, Later in the half inning, Trey Turner. Again, Trey Turner did a lot in this game uh, with an RBI single uh, to tie it up at 2. Top of the fourth, Brandon Nimmo uh, with an RBI single uh, to give the Mets the lead once again, 3-2. Top of the fifth, just an inning later, Frankie Lindor with a solo bomb off of Wheeler to make it a two-run lead for the Mets. Bottom fifth, Trey Turner scores. Again, he did everything in this game. Steals third base. Omar Narvaez, Narvaez, I believe, uh, overthrew Brett Beatty to to cut it to a 4-3 lead for the Mets. Uh, a couple of innings later in the top of the seventh, Pete Alonzo with a solo bomb opposite field gets all of it. We know what uh, Pete Alonzo can do with his power to make it a 6-4 to game uh, for New York. And then later that inning, 
is when everything unraveled for the New York Mets. This is what uh, the Mets have been all this year. Talk to my buddy, uh, you know, Matt Musico, uh, great uh, baseball writer slash Mets fan, unfortunately. Um, no, Matt's my guy. Um, 35 and 42 this year. Matt will tell you how bad the Mets have been this year as far as they can look like a World Series team one week, and the next week they look like a complete opposite team, one of the worst teams in baseball. And for the most part this weekend, when it mattered for the Phils, the Mets looked like a terrible baseball team. This is what happened in the bottom of the eighth inning. Um, Bryce Harper ends up scoring on a failed fielder's choice by Brett Beatty, uh, trying to go to second base. They don't even get the, get the out. 6-4 Mets at that point. And then... Brandon Marsh walks with the bases loaded to make it a 6-5 game. And, of course, the next two, you can't even... I mean, if you're a Mets fan, you probably knew this was coming. As a Phils fan, you probably felt this, too, on the other side. Kyle Schwarber gets hit by a pitch with the bases loaded, ties it up. And then Trey Turner, of course, Trey had done it all this game. All he had to do was stand there. Hit by pitch with the bases loaded as well. Phils take the 7-6 lead. They don't look back. Craig Kimbrell, who has been nails over in June, has been amazing this uh, month, I think an ERA under one, uh, gets Jeff McNeil to fly out to end the game, and the Phils win this one somehow, 7-6. to six. And we're going to start right away with my takeaways, okay? And the first one, and we're just going to be honest, okay? And, and I do want to make the point, too, that teams every year, or not, uh, yeah, every team every year, doesn't matter who it's against, there are always game, games where a team might get a little bit lucky. doesn't matter who it's against. Um, it could be the Nats going up against uh, the the Yankees. It could be it could be the Pirates. I know the Pirates have been, you know, not as bad in years past. But it can be uh, a horrific team like the Royals or the A's going up against the Astros, and they'll get a lucky win under their belts. It just happens, okay? And this is one of those games for the Phils. It just so happened to come against a team that constantly seems like over the years has these type of games consistently, even in their good years. Um, it seems like you know the Mets lose last year against uh, San Diego uh, in the playoffs last year after a hundred plus win season. Um, so, like, yes, this has happened to the Mets, but in the past. But the Phils, uh, they get this type of win uh, yesterday afternoon. The game was given to them in that eighth inning. Let's be real. Mets should have won this game. Mets were up six to three. They uh, who did they bring in? Jeff, what was his name? Jeff Bingham. I'm gonna double check on his name real quick. They bring this guy in, and he was uh, not good, not good at all. Uh, what was it? Jeff Brigham? Sorry, Jeff Brigham comes in, and he just does what the Phillies need him to do. Uh, plunks two batters, right? Two or three batters. Um, yeah, and he gets out of the inning. And uh, well, he doesn't get out of the inning. Um, the Phils, you know, ring him up for what one hit on like three or four runs. So Phils, Phil, Phils somehow get this win, man, off the heels of that. And it was luck. I mean, you know, all all that Turner had to do, all Schwarber had to do, uh, you know, all they had to do was stand there. You know, Harper gets a little lucky on the the failed fielder's choice from rookie Brett Beatty. Um, who's supposed to be the future of the Mets, but, you know, still young, still learning. And Phil's, you know, Phil's were gifted this win. Let's be real. You know, you can say, oh, well, they, eh, look, look, let's be real. The the Mets did give us this win. It was 100%. The Mets gave us this win. 
310%. Don't know why I use that number, but that's just like, I'm just trying to emphasize that's what happened in this game. The Mets uh, gave this one to the Phils, but you'll take it. Again, like I said, teams against, doesn't matter what team it's against, um, you get these type of wins. I mean, even honestly, they were gifted a win like this somewhat on Friday night, right? On Friday night, uh, all those fielding errors by the Mets that came from early on in the game and, uh, you know, it, it's the, the the Phils were in a way they were. I mean, yes, Tywin Walker had a great game and whatnot, and the Phils had eight hits in that game. But like you know, there were a lot of things that the Mets did to give the Phillies that momentum and feel like they could win that game. So, but again, these type of these type of uh, games happen for every team, you know, uh, every year. So Phils take them where you can. They're now fifteen and seven in June. They're looking great. This is the type of record that. I mean, you really wanted to have in June, especially when it was like a topsy-turvy type of schedule. Um, so, you know, playing teams like the Braves, um, who else did they play this month that were, well, I mean, you know, you played play the A's and uh, you swept the A's. They're a bad team. They were good teams. You had bad teams you played this month. Um, and you got the wins where you're supposed to get them. And 15-7 and seven in June is just uh, more than I could have, you know, asked for at this point. It's, it's great. Um, and you cap it off here on the 26th, um, you know, with a bit of a lucky win, but we'll take it. Another another takeaway uh, from this game, and I guess that was, you know, part of that was a series takeaway, too, with the Mets, you know, taking two of three there. A bad start from Zach Wheeler. Um, you know, he's been a tad more consistent, been a tad more consistent lately, and we love to see that, um, but not the best start in the world. He gives up, uh, he gives up, uh, what nine hits, two walks, does strike out eight, and that's great, but still five earned on nine hits. Not great to see. Um, you know, you'd need a little more, a little more uh, consistency from Zach. And yes, he's been better as of late. I guess it's good to take baby steps, but for a team that is looking for its second, uh, you know, playoff appearance, uh, in as many years. Um, you want to get a, even a little more consistency out of Wheeler. Okay, yeah, against Oakland, um, six innings, even though he didn't have really his best off that game, too. Um, against Arizona, six innings, one earned, seven strikeouts. Though it started before that against Detroit, where he almost had a no-hitter. Um, was, what, one earned, eight strikeouts. But the start before that was where against the Nats, where it was seven earned. Um, so, you know, better from Zach, but we, uh, I still need... You know, this wasn't a blow-up outing, but it was still not a great outing. So, uh, so hopefully Zach can kick it into gear. I know he's been a little slower with the consistency, but you know, you'll take the positives anywhere you can get it. As far as him being consistent, hopefully he tries starts to ramp it up, give you three or four or five. I, I would look for you know five or six consistently good straight starts from you know for uh, for the month of July. You know, um, so not a great start from Wheeler. But you get the win, even though it was a little, little lucky. Um, but they need a little more consistency uh, from your ace of your rotation, let's be honest. Whether you want to say it's Wheeler or Nola, um, just one of your horses in the rotation. Not going to get an old ace thing right now. We're not going to do that for the 100,000th time. Um, so let's get the series takeaways. Like I mentioned with getting a lucky win, that ties into getting two of three from the Mets, which you haven't done uh, since September of 2021. But again, you'll take it anyway you can. Uh, so... I mentioned the numbers before, you know, first uh, series against the win, series win against the Mets since September of a couple of years ago, five and 14, again, five and 14 against the Mets last year. They could not beat the Mets, um, but you'll take uh, getting destroyed in the regular season. If that means uh, 
your team in the division is not going to make the World Series, and you are. So you know what? Uh, you, you know, if it means, you know, even if the Phillies lost the series, I'll, my, my whole narrative, of course, is going to be, all right, we'll just make the World Series again. You guys will just keep beating us. Great. Um, but the Mets aren't as good as they were last year, blah, 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 a different type of year. But hopefully uh, the Phillies will be trending toward another World Series appearance. Um, second uh, takeaway from this weekend, boy, I mean, we've been talking a lot about how Wheeler and Nola have not been consistent this year, and rightfully so. Wheeler a little better, but Nola not as much. Um, Ranger Suarez, of course, has been good since he got back. Since the first couple of starts, which, whatever, you, you know, you it, coming off an injury, coming off, you know, missing spring training, the World Baseball Classic messed everything up. So L- Ranger was, you know, a little, little, but Ranger's been great. But I don't think Taiwan Walker's been really good. I mean, my gosh, his, what's his ERA been since uh, that start in, uh, was starting San Fran? I mean, he's been great. I think there was one start against the Mets about a month ago where, you know, went four innings, three earned. I don't know if he had an issue in that game. I don't know if there was an issue with uh, his finger. I forget. Maybe that wasn't it. Maybe uh, uh, Topper just decided to pull him. I forget. Um, but, like, regardless, like, Taiwan's been good. Um, he's gotten his season ERA to four, uh, just 4.1, which is, you know, ERA plus is 4% above league average. Yeah, it's only right around league average. But from where it was a month or two ago, like, it was terrible. He was looking like, oh, my God, why we give this guy all this money? Um, but, you know, over the last six or seven starts, it's looked like, oh, this is what we gave this guy four years, $72 million. Whether he deserved that or not, he's looked like he's deserved that money over the last month. So, but that's what all you can ask from Taiwan Walker. I mean, to give you quality outings, and that's what he has done. Um, and he's done that and then some. I mean, he did that on, uh, what was that, on Friday night? Yeah, on Friday night, went six, three hits, one earned, one walk, five strikeouts on 91 pitches. Like, that's all you can ask for. Like, that's a super quality start. You know, only giving up one earned. So, I mean... Walker has been good. I think that's a big takeaway for this team is that Walker has been very good. And, I mean, again, like, I, I really just want more consistency out of Nolan Wheeler. Um, and I, I know people make a lot about the fifth starter, but, like, one through four is way more important, especially for this team when you sign Walker all that money. Um, you know, Nolan's in a contract year, but Nolan, you know, Nolan fourth in Cy Young voting last year. Wheeler, one of the best pitchers in baseball since he signed with the Phillies in 2019. That, like, one through four is way more important. Yes, Hopefully the fifth starter thing, Christopher Sanchez with a solid outing uh, on Saturday. I, I went to that game. Unfortunately, they lost that game. Maybe I just don't need to go to games. I went to the game uh, earlier in the week against the Braves where Ozuna hit that homer, what was that, the ninth or 10th, and they lost that game. Maybe I just do not need to return to Citizens Bank Park this year. If that if that's what it is, then I just won't return uh, ever. Not ever, but you know, at least this year so the Phils can, can uh, win some games. But regardless... Uh, yeah, Walker's been great, and the fifth starter thing, maybe we'll revisit that in a couple of weeks as we get closer to the trade deadline, um, but Sanchez has been solid. Um, right now, maybe keep giving Sanchez uh, the ball, but we'll see. That's where I'm at with that. Um, last takeaway, runners in scoring position. Phil's, as far as I'm concerned, looking at baseball reference this morning, Phil's hitting 240 runners in scoring position. I don't know if that number's right, um, but if I am right, 241 runners in scoring position, 26 in Major League Baseball. I think that sounds about right. They're one of the, you know, uh, worst teams, runners in scoring position, and base running. My gosh, Alec Bohm uh, was thrown out at second in this game where he had no business uh, trying to run that ball out. So, um, 
but runners in scoring position, one for nine in this game. Uh, I believe they weren't very good over the weekend. I didn't look up the exact number, but they weren't very good over the weekend. And uh, this is a, this is just something that they've got to fix. They've got to fix, you know, especially like, you know, I know it's all, it's June, but like, uh, I don't really like that anymore. It's not early anymore. So, I mean, you want to fix that before hopefully this team can make the postseason because, <laughs> I mean, pitching, obviously really important, but, you know, getting those hits when it matters, even if it's like five or six hits a game, you want to get those when it matters. Obviously, you don't want to get five or six hits, but, but I mean, sometimes that's what it comes down to in the playoffs. You need to hit runners in scoring position so you can drive those run in, runs in uh, and win some baseball games. That's how you're going to win series as well, um, you know, in the postseason. Um, so those are my series takeaways and game takeaways. Let me know if you agree with me. Uh, hey, on Twitter, at Rojas underscore media underscore. Let me know on there. We'd love to talk. Phil's, as always, um, as they sit here 15-7 and seven in the month of June and 40-37, and 37, third in the NL East. You can say what you want about this lucky win. Again, sitting, uh, you know, uh, third in the NL East of 40-37. and 37. And how are we looking outside of the wild card right now? We are... Three games back of a wild card. Again, very early, but never a bad idea to check the standings. Uh, so let's preview the next series against the Chicago Cubs. Cubs coming in at 37 and 39. Um, Cubs coming off of the London series where the Phils will be playing against the Mets the team that they just played um, this past weekend. They'll be playing a two-game set against the Mets next year in London, which will be really exciting. But the Cubs play uh, the Cardinals. Uh, in the London series, they split that series uh, over there in Europe. They lose seven to five on Sunday. They did win the game on Saturday, but lose seven to five on Sunday. Uh, Marcus Stroman, I believe, left with a blister, and you know, never see like to see a guy go down with injury, uh, with an injury. Um, but also, thankfully, the Phils don't have to see Marcus Stroman this year because he has been unbelievable. He's pitched some of his best. Uh, you know, he's pitched some of his best baseball, uh, over, you know, so far this year. Um, so with the Chicago Cubs, um, so the Cubs though, they're pretty good this, this, this June too. They're 13 and eight in June, eight and two in their last 10. Um, I believe that number is right. Maybe with that loss, they, but still regardless, they've been very good, uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um, and remember Phil's did to take two of three from the Cubs in mid late May. Um, hopefully they can look at this series and say, hey, we took two of three and let's do it again. Um, so Tuesday, 8.05, Jameson Tyon versus Ranger Suarez. Tyon not been very good this year. Again, Ranger has been very good. 138 ERA and 32 and, a, and two-thirds over his last five starts. Wednesday, 8 o'clock, Drew Smiley, an old friend there, uh, against Aaron Nola. Smiley with a 338 ERA and last 15 starts. Nola coming off a good start against Atlanta. Hopefully we can see more consistency, like I said. Thursday, Kyle Hendricks versus Taiwan Walker. Um, Hendricks uh, missed almost 60 days with the shoulder injury to start the year. Um, but since he's come back, uh, an ERA uh, just over 2-5 um, in about six starts. Uh, so looking at some news and notes, just one thing I wanted to mention. Um, you know, a very key important uh, piece of this bullpen, Sir Anthony Dominguez. Uh, you know, he's had his left oblique strain and uh, looks like he will, uh, this is according to Matt Gelb, um, he did play catch yesterday, I believe, for the first time in nine days and said he felt good. Uh, he's eligible to be activated on July 1st, but he won't return then, which sucks, but the Phils are hopeful 
it will not be too long. So Phils could use him. Um, you know, Alvarado did get touched up yesterday with a homer from Pete Alonso, but we know how good Alvarado has been over the last year or so. Let's be real. Um, so and Craig Kimball's been great. Uh, but, you know, could use every piece in this bullpen because that's um, been one of the better strengths of this team. Um, so that's the uh, that's an update for you there on Sir Anthony Dominguez. Around the league, uh, just looking at some of the scores in the National League East, uh, the Atlanta Braves took two of three against the Red Hot Cincinnati Reds, um, seven to six there on Sunday, uh, you know, capping off the series win. Marlins split with the Pirates. Um, they won two nothing yesterday off, off the heels of Yuri Perez, who's been unbelievable since he's been called up. 134 ERA on the season. My gosh. Um, and then the Nats take two of three from the Padres. Man, the Padres just cannot get it together. Uh, eight to three, Nats win. Um, the Nats took two of three from San Diego. Um, and then just looking at some of the National League East standings, of course, the Braves sit up there, of course, 50 and 27. They'll probably sit up there the entire year. Let's just worry about the wild card for the Phils. 45 and 34. My gosh, the Marlins. They've been good. Again, Yuri Perez with a good start. Um, Marlins have been good. 40 and th- 37, like I mentioned, with the Phils in third place in the NL East. Mets 35 and 42. And then the Nationals at 30 and 47. Um, there. So, real quick, uh, I should actually just mention a few scores um, over um, in MLB. Uh, again, London Series, St. Louis over the Cubs, who the Phillies will play this week, 7-5. to Minnesota over Detroit, 6-3. to Orioles over the Mariners, 3-2. to Yankees beat the Rangers, 5-3. to Blue Jays, 12-1 in a huge blowout win against the Athletics. Tampa Bay over KC, 3-1. Uh, Milwaukee five to four over Cleveland. Boston loses to Chicago. Uh, the White Sox four to one. Colorado over the Angels after getting stomped by like twenty gazillion runs. Four to three there. Colorado four to three over the Angels. San Fran loses five to two to the D-backs, and then the Astros six to five over the LA Dodgers. Um, so this day in Phillies history, it's fun to mention this because those were times eight years ago. This day. Eight years ago, Ryan Sandberg, Hall of Fame second baseman, right? For the Cubs. Yes, yeah, second baseman. Because he was like the best second baseman of his generation, or one of the best. He resigned as Phillies manager, citing the team's losses and pending executive changes. And then third base coach Pete Pete McCannon. I forget how to say Pete's name. I'm sorry, I'm butchering your name right now. I'm going to look up uh, your pronunciation. Uh, we're going to find it. Uh, it is McCannon. Yeah, I said it right. Okay. Uh, so he took over as an interim skipper the third time he had that role. Uh, Sandberg quit with a 119 and 159 record over parts of three seasons leading, uh, Philly. Only see only full season, uh, which was the year prior in 2014. Uh, the Phils finished 73 and 89. Not some great years there for the Phils. Um, with Pete McCannon. But here we are. You know, make the World Series last year. Hopefully another playoff berth this year. Maybe another World Series appearance and a win. Who knows? I'm not going to get too excited. But better years. Better years is what I'm talking about. That's why I mentioned this. And it's the same Phillies history. Why not? I never do this. Um, but it was definitely notable, for me at least. I know some of you want to forget about those years, but think about it as positives. Make the World Series last year. You wouldn't have done that with Ryan Sandberg. Um... 
But yeah, that's that's just going to about do it. Phil's take two of three from the Mets. I don't care how it happens. They did it. You're going to get lucky wins. It happens. Baseball is the most lucky sport in the world anyway. Lucky things happen. Things go your way. Things don't go your way. Hopefully, this doesn't mean bad luck is going to come the Phillies' way, but I do believe somewhat in karma. Do the Phillies deserve bad karma? I don't know. Maybe the Mets just deserve bad karma, and they got it to them. Feels feels like the Mets always get bad karma. But the Mets deserve it. So there you go. So that's going to do it for me, uh, Francisco Rojas. Stay tuned for Dan Wilson. He's got you Tuesday and Wednesday. I'll be back Thursday. Um, hopefully Dan will be recapping some wins against the Cubs as the Phillies need to start to get it rolling um, heading into the All-Star break, which will just be in a couple of weeks. That's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. Twitter, at Rojas underscore media underscore. Get at me on there. Let's talk some Phils. Let's talk anything sports-related, too. I'm out of here. Talk to you guys later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t